Howdy folks, Kyle here. Just wanted to uh, have a quick chat about these uh, midterm elections you may have heard about. I don't know, I've heard some people talking about it. I think it's kind of a big deal. Uh, but anyways, coming up tomorrow is the, the big day. The big day, a lot, a lot going down, very exciting. Very exciting if you're into that sort of thing, you know politics, government, society that we live in, that kind of thing. But uh, but yeah, I just figured it was relevant on everybody's mind, including mine, so I just wanted to just wanted to share a few thoughts, see what you guys think. Um, so, first thing I gotta say, I think it's kind of funny, obviously anyone with eyes, ears, and a brain knows that uh, politics tends to involve a little bit of hyperbole. People, uh, sometimes blowing things out of proportion, exaggerating things. I mean, maybe a little bit now and then. You may have noticed. And uh, to that end, I love when people are talking about how this is going to be the, you know, the single most important election of our lifetime. You know, whoever it is saying that, you know, their lifetime. But I uh, love that they say that. I don't know if anyone else has noticed, but they seem to say this about it every single election. Oh, it's a most important election of our lifetime, so yeah, I kind of doubt that, um, now that's not to say it's not an important one, I mean, they're all important, and, uh, this one definitely, I would say, I would concede is, you know, very possibly can have an impact that'll change the current course of our country, I think it definitely could have a, you know, bigger impact than some, lesser impact than others, but, uh, I just think it's funny people say that, but the other thing, uh, a couple of things I want to talk about. Um, one, uh, you know, talk to uh, people I know a lot about this, but the ability to, because I think this is going to be really important after the election here, just because of the way things go nowadays and the way everyone's talking about it, you know, on a personal level, but more so on a public level, you see in the news and social media, my God, that's not toxic. Um, the ability for people to be able to reconcile the idea that just because somebody disagrees with you on something especially on something important and controversial and even if they disagree significantly, drastically on a certain topic uh, or anything like that be able to reconcile that with the fact that that does not make said person evil or terrible bad or dumb necessarily <laughs> um, I think that's a skill that we just it, it just is non-existent nowadays be able to have a conversation with someone and say man I hear what you're saying I get where you're coming from I think you are dead wrong and here's what I think and here's why um, and then in that conversation and say okay well I don't think we agree at all I haven't moved I don't think you've moved but uh you know, that's fine. Let's go. Uh, let's go play some Call of Duty, or and let's go grab a drink, and move on with the fact that we're friends and civil, and everyone doesn't have to agree on everything all the time. Uh, I, I, I don't think that's an unreasonable concept, but it seems it seems so lost in the public skill set nowadays. But um, and I and on that note, I hate it when it's just you know the the making it out like anyone who disagrees with you is evil. It seems to be 
so prevalent on any issues people play into emotions and either side when either side just this frustrates the heck out of me when either side starts saying you know we think these things these are our positions and everything because we care and if you disagree with us it's because obviously you don't care about x group of people you know it's obviously because you hate y kind of group of people you know and it's it's it all comes down to that or you know you'll see people say well anyone who if you think that i mean that's just dumb this is just obvious and common sense and who doesn't know this to be a fact and it's like okay well that's that's a little you know disingenuous and uncharitable but um I just think we need to be able to have better discussions because as a, uh, a man I respect, I just think for basically doing what I'm talking, being able to do what I'm talking about in the public sphere and not be cowed by the people who try to demonize him, uh, if for no other reason I respect him for that. Um, a great man once said, uh, in order to be able to think, we have to risk being offensive. And the act of thinking actually often is expressed through talking and if we can't talk then we can't work through our actual thoughts and ideas especially with each other obviously we're not mind readers we're not a hive mind so you have to be able to just talk things out with people Uh, and I personally I love talk I tend to prefer more often than not talking to people that don't agree with me the reason being is because then I get to work harder to try to analyze my ideas in light of different perspectives and new information to see if mine hold, you know, hold up to scrutiny and hold up to new information, things maybe I didn't think about. And also give me a chance to articulate my ideas, which helps also helps me work through them and see what it is I actually am thinking because things tend to be a little bit abstract, just rattling around in your head. Um, so I, I love having conversations. A friend of mine, uh, at work, I talk to all the time man and he um he actually and this is a religious thing i won't go into for him but is uh, is actually not terribly political um in the sense that he if i recall correctly i don't i don't think he actually votes and he doesn't really follow politics or watch news regarding politics and things like that all too much but obviously he he keeps up enough with current events that you know we can talk about things whether it's you know uh build a wall or uh single-payer health care or you know um just, just very, you know, pick a topic, pick a major topic or news event that happened, you know, uh, X, Y, Z. And I'll usually, we'll usually start the conversation one way or the other, you know, he'll, him to me or me to him. And we'll say, uh, you know, Hey, what do you, what are your thoughts on this thing that this person said, or what are, what's your position on, uh, this proposal that somebody has about some sort of thing. And we'll just, you know, we'll like, if I'm break, you know, bring that to him, I'll pause the question, and I'll shut up, and I'll let him talk until he's, until he's done talking, and is, you know, feel like he's gotten his point across, and I'll listen to what he has to say, and then I'll, you know, if I have a counterpoint, like, well, hey, I, I hear what you're saying, but if you consider this point, you know, I'll say something like that, or, you know, we'll, you know, if we kind of agree on it, then you know, we'll kind of bring up something else, either he or I, and say, okay, yeah, but have you heard people saying this thing, or... You know, what do you think about the way this went, though, or what these people were doing? And without going into the weeds to it too much, not trying to recreate a whole conversation, but, man, I, I love that. I love that, having those conversations. Um, you know, it's always nice to talk to people who agree with you, too, and, you know, 
uh, and that, that can be fun because you know, just kind of uh, e even then still get some different perspectives you know, or have someone say things in a way that you didn't really think about that kind of reinforce what you believe. But I, 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 I try to shy away from that as much as possible. It's really easy to get into an echo chamber and just find people to agree with you or look up things that agree with you you know, that support what you think and everything. And that's, I mean, that doesn't really do you much good. That doesn't challenge you to think or, you know, reflect on your ideas or develop new ones. I like to look up things and talk to people about things that, you know, that I may not know that much about. Uh, and that happens in those conversations a lot too. He and I will get to talking and something will come up. You know, he'll make a point that maybe I don't really know enough about to have, you know, or haven't looked into enough that I have a really you know, viable opinion on, you know, nothing really solid. And I'll, I'll, you know, straight, I look just straight up admit that and just tell them, Hey, you know, I don't really know enough to take a stance on that. You know, I, I, here's what I do know and what I kind of think based on that, but I won't, I won't die on that hill right now. I'll go ahead and I'll give you that. Uh, and maybe we can talk about, I'll go, you know, do some research on it or think about it some more, really think through it. Maybe we can talk about it again next time. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I just think echo chambers are dangerous, man. They're just, you, you got to be really careful. And that's, you know, confirmation bias is such a real thing. You know, we all, we all fall prey to that. I fall prey to that. But, uh, and, oh, and I was going to say, especially with the internet nowadays, it's so easy and so dangerously easy, like deceptively. You don't, often don't even realize you're doing it. I've, I've, I've fallen prey to this and have to become more conscious of it. But I see people... I've noticed myself doing this thing where, you know, you're using, uh, you go to consult the Oracle on a matter, you, you go to Google something, and uh, the way you search something, what you type in there, makes a big difference on what pulls up. Say, uh, let's take climate change. Say I put something in there and I search, let's say I think, uh, you know, the, the most extreme version of climate change is happening, man, you know, humans are causing it, and, you know, disaster is right around the corner, you know, everything's melting and, and whatever, you know, absolute Armageddon. Uh, if I go searching for, you know, uh, 10 worst things about climate change, uh, if I search that, or, you know, worst outcomes of climate change, if I type that into, into the Googs, man, that's, what, what do you think I'm going to get? Am I going to get people giving an opposing point of view, like, well, things actually might not be as bad as we think or, you know, whatever, or flip, flip it the other way and say, I'm a complete, like, I don't even think the climate's changing. Like somehow I haven't even, I haven't even looked into anything or whatever and say, I don't even think it's changing. Or if I think it's changing, I don't think humans have anything to do with it. And so I want to, I want to go, let me go quote, find some more information. Let me quote, look into this a bit more. And I go onto Google and I search, you know, uh, uh, you know, proof of the climate myth or proof climate change is a myth, better way of putting it, um, something like that. What do you think I'm going to find? Am I going to find the people who make a solid argument for why climate change is real and how humans are causing it and what the uh, concerns are about it? No. I'm going to find the people who are making a good argument that supports what I was saying already. So what's what's the point of that? I, well, I'd say there is, there is utility in that. I think... I've heard people say this, and I just think this is phenomenal advice, and I've tried to adopt it, and I try to do this as regularly as possible. I mean, it is it takes a little bit of time, but if you want to actually discuss something, I feel you, you know, if you want to portray anything as factual, you know, or 
or try to disseminate information, you should you have you know, at least a moral obligation to try to determine the truth to the best you can. But I, I think it's very important to find at least two sources, preferably opposing, you don't have to go crazy radical, but two sources at least that are from differing perspectives on a topic and because everyone's got their bias whether they want to admit it or not. So try to find ones that oppose and try to find where they intersect. That to me seems to be, and, you know, like I said, heard it from people smarter than me is where I got the idea mostly and it you know, made sense when I heard it. I was like, well, duh. Um, but that where they intersect is most likely where you're going to find truth. Because if you got two people that are, you know, on opposite sides of the table saying two different things and say, well, this is how, this is the truth about this. Well, no, 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 this is the truth about it. You're wrong. I'm right. If they're, if there's anywhere where they're saying the same thing, there's a pretty good chance that that's where there's, you know, some pretty solid truth. Um, you know, and you expand it, the more sources you look at, the more comprehensive your, your uh, conclusions tend to be and are likely to be. And the more... Um, Sophisticated your opinion and you know and ideas about the topic are likely to become if you if you consider everything openly. You know, if you look up two sources and the one that agrees, you go, yeah, see, that's some solid reporting or research or whatever. And you look up one that disagrees with you and you say, man, that's look at all the reasons why this is pseudoscience or look at all the reasons that this person's not credible and you know I've just dismissed it out of hand. That didn't do you any good. You're just wasting your time uh, and adding to the problem, but. Man, I went really off in the weeds talking about that, but I, I think that's all relevant to, you know, the the midterms here. And uh, another important thing I heard someone talking about earlier today is, you know, a lot of people have made this, you know, the midterms here where, you know, they, they talk about, you know, this is, you know, he's not, but really Trump's on the ballot here, and they say any any vote for a Republican is a basically a vote for Trump, and if you don't like Trump, you know, as a referendum on Trump, you got to vote for, you know, a Democrat, vote for anybody who's not a Republican, well, really a Democrat, because, you know, third-party votes aren't going to make a difference, and that's not the argument they're making. <laughs> they're saying you need to vote vote in a Democrat to show that you're not happy with Trump. And now, I, I get the logic there, I get the reasoning, you know, because you know, it's his party that he's attached to, and he's got support in the Republican Party, obviously, um, but to try to make it that binary, that black and white, I, I think is... I think is a little bit there's a little bit of tunnel vision there because you have to also consider the fact that there's there's two parties here um, and voting for a Democrat isn't just a vote against Trump I mean that that I, I can again I can see that you want to try to put Democrats into power to you know push back against Trump more I, I get that that makes sense to me but you have to consider who and what you are voting in. It's because I've seen people that consider some, you know, that like more moderate Republicans say, um, they're going to say, well, I, you know, they don't necessarily have a problem with the Republican candidate, but if that Republican candidate who's on the ballot say, is it all favorable towards Trump or anything Trump's doing, or even is just not critical, openly critical and harsh against Trump, then they say, well, I just can't in good conscience vote for this person, so I vote for their Democratic opponent. But we, you, st you still have to consider what you're voting for, not what you're voting against. Not just that, but what you're voting for. Is that, you know, Democratic opponents, they're going to have opinions and points of view on things, and they're going to have policies and, and things like that, um, that they're, you know, an agenda that they're wanting to promote, uh, which everyone does. 
But again, you just have to be honest. You have to take into account what you're voting for, I think. Uh, not just saying, well, I'm voting against X, you know, one way or the other. You know, not just voting against Trump. But that's just kind of that, you know, people say on the flip side, you know, well, I can't vote for any Democrats because that's a vote against Trump, and I like Trump. It's, I, I'm, of, I'm of the mind that you need to know what you're voting, who you're voting for and what you're voting about. Um, and like I've talked to my wife about, you know, because she's, we've talked about, you know, the candidates and everything on the ballot and the issues at hand and things like that. And you know, she'll, she'll say, well, I definitely don't agree with this person over here. I agree on more things with this person, but there's one thing they're saying that, you know, this one, I definitely don't agree with them and I more agree with the other person. And what we kind of talked about and, you know, what I, what I told her is my feeling on it is you're never, I mean, you're never going to find any human that you 100% agree on absolutely every, everything with. This is not going to happen, let alone a politician, for God's sake, that you agree on absolutely everything with. Uh, if you actually look deep enough, you're, not, you're just not. Um, so my point of view is you got to find and decide, you know, you got to find the hills that you're willing to die on. You know, and that's, that's to say whether that's healthcare one way or the other or you know uh, gun rights or gun control or you know whatever the case is you got to find the things like okay well I don't agree with this person on uh, let's see I don't I don't agree with this person on what they think about you know uh, the bathroom bill or uh, health care but I definitely agree with this person on you know uh, right to bear arms or vice versa it's like well I don't agree with this person on, you know, necessarily like free speech or any, you know, laws restricting it or hate speech laws, I, I don't really agree with that, but I really do agree with their immigration policies, um, you know, and that, that goes both ways, both parties, I, I don't know if you caught that, but um, you got you got to find the hills you're willing to die on, the things that are the most important to you, you know, uh, uh, this has become a curse word for some reason, but the hierarchy of your beliefs, you got to prioritize them. Um, actually a kind of a, a, a parable about that um, fable, parable, I don't know if that, probably using the wrong word there, but uh, a story uh, about that that I heard, I don't know that this is something that ever actually happened, I think the person who told me tried to say it was, but anyways, uh, it's an interesting story, say there was this lady who went into, um, uh, kind of reminds me of Heart of Darkness actually, but this lady who went into, you know, uh, a very, uh, Know, not not developed part of Africa. I think it was somewhere in the Congo, and they were going in uh, as a teacher. And she was going in to you know she was going in uh, basically to help educate some kids that otherwise didn't have any access to any kind of education. She was going to help give them a, a you know a kind of a basic education, read and write, math, and things like that. So great cause. I'd say that's awesome. She goes there and she gets to almost to the village where she's supposed to go teach. And there's a river she has to cross. There's only one way across. I mean, we're, we're talking, you know, life-threatening dangers of crossing this on your own, like trying to swim it or whatever. Um, only one way across. And it's, you know, these people that have a, a, you know, a raft and they take you across ferry, whatever. And they say, in order to get across, you have to pay... You know, an exorbitant fee, whatever that is to you. They say, oh, well, you know, we're the only way across, so you have to pay this ridiculous 
amount of money, this ridiculous fee in order to get across. And she says, well, no, I'm going over there to teach. You know, I need to get across. I can't pay. You know, I'm, I'm not going to pay that. Not I can't pay that, but I'm not going to pay that. That's ridiculous. You know, and, and so they say, okay, well, you're not getting across. So she goes the next day again and says, you need to let me cross. You know, I'll, I'll pay you to cross, but I'm not paying that ridiculous fee. And they say, nope, uh, we don't care. You know, you can't can't force us to do this you know we uh we're the only way across and you know we you know hold this basically hold this uh this passage ransom you know or hostage rather you know we get across without paying this paying the fee paying the toll and so she she refuses so she sits that out and she just will not do it on principle but the the, the real lesson here i think is while she's doing that, you know, she's sticking true to her, her beliefs and her principles that that's wrong and they shouldn't be doing that, which is all great and noble and everything, but what about the kids that she's not getting to, that she's not teaching, that are, you know, still being deprived of an education, which, and this is a, you know, ethical question, it's a, a gray area, I'd say, you can't just say, stick to all your beliefs 100% of the time, because which is more important, that she sticks up for the principle of these people trying, you know, not going to give in to these people who try to exploit people to cross the river just because they can, you know, because they hold the only passage and, you know, they've, they've got guns. It was it was like a local, you know, militia, like I don't remember what kind of group they said it was, but basically bad guys uh, exploiting people to cross the river uh, unnecessarily. Um, so she can stand up for that all day, but then her, you know, her moral of you know, moral imperative that's gotten her there to teach these kids. I mean, that that uh, ideal that has taken lower on the priority, obviously. So I would argue that you got to pick a hierarchy of that and say, I think educating the kids more important. And I'd say I would uh, concede that to them. You know, and compromise on that issue, on that uh, you know moral stance, and say, all right, you know what, fine. Um, I got to get to these kids and teach them. That's the more important thing. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna uh, compromise here. Um, and I, I think that's just really important. And I think that's what you got to do, considering you know, voting and, uh, and politics in general, because you're never gonna agree 100% with anyone on anything, let alone politicians. So you got to pick what hills you're willing to die on. And you know, if you make your decisions based on that, you can back it up. I, I'm more than happy to have people disagree with me. Uh, there's actually a few things my my wife and I disagreed on ultimately um, on a couple of candidates, and guess what? We're still married. <laughs> no knockdown, drag-out fights. We kind of went back and forth. She, you know, told me a couple of things she disagreed with me on, and I kind of gave her my thoughts on it, and you know, kind of some counterpoints to consider. Um, and she didn't budge, and that's perfectly fine. Good night. You know, I respected her reasoning. She had solid reasoning for why she believed those things and was voting that way, and that's perfectly fine. That doesn't mean that we have to demonize each other and you know, uh, dissociate from each other and call each other evil and name, call each other names. It's just stupid. So, all right. Well, I, I think that's enough, uh, enough crazy talk for today. I uh, just wanted to talk about some of that stuff, like I said, on top of everyone's mind, it seems, or most people, and uh, definitely on top of mine. And uh, I actually went out and uh, I, I voted early, so I'm already done with it. Uh, I won't tell you how I voted. I'll keep you in suspense. Not really. I just don't think that's uh, necessary to have these kind of conversations. You know, if it, uh, I'd love to have someone on. Maybe I'll talk to somebody and we'll give our different opinions. I'll, I'll definitely share how I voted, but uh, I don't want to try to influence anybody right now. That's not the point of this uh, of this talk. So, 
All right, you crazy people. I'll uh, talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Y'all have a great one. Peace.